everyone. Welcome back inside Centura Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your hostess, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the team is back from their bye week. So we'll hear from head coach Sean Payton and Broncos lead writer Eric DeLala joins the show. All that and more coming up. The team is back from their week nine bye week. And on Monday, we heard from head coach Sean Payton. He discussed the importance of a bye week and giving your body a break physically and mentally. There's a fatigue element. You know, there's, the one thing is you get in a routine. Typically what happens in, it's, you know, knock on wood, it hadn't happened yet. But when you get in the routine of your weekly schedule and all of a sudden you break for, let's say, six days, five days, you know, generally I catch a cold or something, you know, something something happens physically that your body's like, what are you doing? Um, slowing down. Um, anyway, I, I think it helps. I, I think it helps for the coaches to come back. Um, you know, ours this year, you can't control it, but kind of felt towards the middle of the season. And, uh, and now we get ready for, you know, the call it the second half or the, the second, the second part. And, um, you know, you sleep a lot. And, and you, you, you know, everyone has their, their own little niches, what they want to do. And, and I think it's important they, they get to do that. Um, and to your point, I think there is a mental break um, that allows you to come back a little bit more focused and, and, and ready to go uh, for this stretch. Head coach Sean Payton also used the extra time last week to self-scout and detailed what he learned about this team. I feel like we're a better team today than we were four or five weeks ago. Um, you can see that um, in a lot of ways. Um, and then analytically, there's a lot of time spent on what you're doing and who you're doing it with so that you, when you're substituting personnel groups, aren't necessarily substituting play or play tendencies. You're going to have tendencies, 60-40, 70-30. I'm comfortable with those. Just don't want it to be in the 80s, 90s. Um, so a lot of the self-scout, specifically, I'm just giving an example on offense, but overall, from an overview as a team, um, yeah, I, I just, <clears throat> I think we're a lot further down the road. and And because of that, you get that much more invested and and recognize, you know, the next opportunity at hand. You know, we're going to play a national TV game here a week from the night and then another national TV game uh, the following Sunday night. And those are both the important games for us as a team. He also talked specifically about different areas he saw this team improve in from week one to now. I think we're defending the run better, number one. I think our red zone defense has been much improved. I think offensively, we're, we've been more efficient running the ball. Um, you know, we had better red zone numbers offensively last week. but And then in the kicking day, game, um, week to week, we're winning most of those battles, which means a lot. Um, you know, the way we're returning right now, our punt return, our kick return. Um, so we're doing a number of the things that are necessary to win games that I don't think we were doing 
nearly as well at the start of the season. Coach was also asked specifically about quarterback Russell Wilson and what his assessment is of his performance so far this season. I think the most important thing is is how we're playing as a team and how we're playing as an offense. You know, the number one job is to get us in the end zone. Um, and I think the the things that we've seen I've been encouraged with are obviously the off-schedule plays. He does a, a great job of working the pocket, climbing the pocket. Um, he makes a real good throw to Judy last week doing that, Cortland the same way. And then um, continuing to look at reducing the turnovers, um, <clears throat> managing the game the right way, and understanding who we're playing and how we're playing it. Um, all of those things, that transition for him so far, um, you know, he, he's he's in his third offense now in three years um, and, and every day working at it, you know, working his tail off at it. So uh, I, I would say to answer your question, I'd say that, man, there's a lot of things that, that we've been impressed with that he's doing very well. And there's some things that obviously he wants to improve on um, and collectively we want to offensively. And looking ahead, the Broncos have back-to-back primetime matchups coming up, and head coach Sean Payton talked about the opportunity these games can provide. The one thing we do know is what, if, if you're significant, you begin you begin to play on a lot of these hours, you know, these primetime night games, Thursday night, Christmas Eve, Sunday night, Monday night, and then the less significant you become, then your chances of, of, of you might play one of those a year. So, look, I, I think for us, it's twofold. We're playing good teams. You know, Buffalo has been a perennial playoff team here right on the cusp of being in a handful of Super Bowls and, and a team that uh, we've got great respect for. Sean's been fantastic there uh, in what he's done. And I think they present a, a huge challenge, especially in Buffalo in the month of November. Um, just do any November, October, December Google search at Buffalo. It's a tough place to play. Um, and then to play them on Monday night, um, th- those are, those are great challenges. And, and yeah, I think, I think any, com- the competitor in you wants to play in front of large audiences and in, in important games. So um, these are those opportunities. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer, Eric Delala. Eric, thanks for joining me coming off the bye week. How was your bye week? It was nice. It was nice to get a little break. And now um, I'm excited to get back at it and uh, some big games coming up. Now feeling nice and refreshed, ready to kick off the rest of the season here. Exactly. Yeah. You have a nice time, Sid? I did. It was nice. I just relaxed. Good. Some self-care, got my hair cut. You know, the usual. You do some like run-throughs at Broncos now, just kind of. Definitely not. (laughs) We do this enough as it is, Eric, every day. That's true. Well, Eric, I know head coach Sean Payton, he talked earlier in the show about how important these bye weeks are, just not only for the players to get the physical break, but the mental break from the game too. Yeah, um, I I was just thinking about this actually. Mm -hmm. In terms of, one, you get the the rest from the grind of going through the season and and game planning each week. And um, it was a few weeks ago when Sean Payton referenced a New Orleans team that I believe started one and four and got all the way back to four and four. And he kind of talked about, well, it took a mental toll mm-hmm. in terms of the energy you had to put in and just to be able to get back to four and four. And yeah. obviously the Broncos still have work to do to get back to where they want to be. But I think getting this by and, and kind of being able to put some of this behind you from the first part of the season um, and kind of now view it as a new entity and and have a chance to, to win a game against the Bills and get within a game of 500, that's all important. And I think the rest element there helps. And then – 
the other side of it, I think, too, is that it would have been really easy to come off this win against the Chiefs and, and ride that emotion, right? And, mm-hmm. and sometimes that works really well, and you're able to keep that momentum going. Right. And then other times you see teams play at a really high level, and then the next week it's almost a letdown. And so That's hopefully true. this bye week level sets the Broncos, puts them back at a place where um, they're just playing – football and you know Sean Payton's mentioned when you're playing well teams are almost that nameless faceless opponent and so maybe the the bye week is a good reset um, and now you're able to kind of put the Chiefs win however great it was behind you and uh, turn your attention to a really good Buffalo team that's going to require a lot of prep and and your full attention if you want to go to Buffalo and get a win definitely and Eric I feel like the Broncos have been lucky in the fact the past couple years that the Bron- the bye has really fallen right in the middle of the season here. So really, like you mentioned, breaks up the season into these two halves. Yeah, it's been nice the same bye week as, as last year, obviously. Yeah. And um, I, I think it gives this team a chance to to reset a little bit and get rolling for the second half of the season. Um, you know, obviously, there's still some, some tough stretches here. Yeah. There's a three-game road trip mm-hmm. still to go, um, several primetime games that – the energy will be amped up for those. But, yeah, it's nice to have it about the halfway point. You see teams that have it in week four or week five or teams that have it too late, and right. uh, it can really impact your season. So definitely, yeah, definitely the Broncos' ability to have it um, at this point in the year, they're relatively healthy, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. And so um, hopefully they keep that rolling and can uh, keep the momentum going. Eric, I know head coach Sean Payton, he talked today about the improvement he's seen from this team throughout the first half of the season. We heard him talk about that earlier in the show. So I want to ask you, you know, how do you feel like this team has really gotten better since week one? Yeah, I think there's some kind of tangible elements, right? There's the run defense, which um, was actually okay week one, but then weeks two through five was really poor and Mm -hmm. they were allowing more than 200 yards a game on the ground. And um Obviously, you're not going to win a lot of football games that way. And then to see them respond the last couple of weeks, hold the Chiefs to just over 60 yards rushing, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe teams are three for 16 in the Broncos' last four games in the red zone. red zone. So defensively, they've been good there. They took the step offensively in the red zone against the Chiefs. So for all intents and purposes, they went three and three of four because that last one, they were just kind of draining the clock down. They weren't necessarily trying to, yeah. to score a touchdown there. Um so you look at those things, I think a couple, you know, one more maybe tangible element is that the turnovers when the Broncos have been able to win the turnover battle and um, put themselves in position to play clean football offensively and, and get some takeaways defensively. They've been in good positions to win football games. Mm-hmm. And then I just think there's this kind of, you know, I don't know how you how you quantify it, but the Broncos just feel like they're learning how to win and yeah. feel like they are closer to understanding what it takes to do to come out ahead in these close games. And, um, you know, the, the rarity is going to be these 15-point wins where it's a two-possession win and you're not kind of sweating it out at the end. More often than not, you're going to be in these three-point games, these touchdown games where you've got to make a play at the end. And, and we saw early in the season the Broncos not able to do that. In the last couple of weeks, especially against Green Bay and – you know, for Kansas City, I consider the start of the fourth quarter there, like it, when it's still a five-point game and anything can happen, mm-hmm. the ability to to respond from mistakes and yeah. and find ways to win football games. The game. mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen that for several years here, at least on right. a consistent basis. And that doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but I do mm-hmm. think you've seen real growth there. And I don't know if that's belief, if it's you know just executing the system as it's intended to be executed, yeah. if it's guys making individual plays. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a little bit of all of that, but 
I do think you see these teams that start to do well in one possession games and they start to have this belief that no matter what, we're going to find a way to win. Um, I don't know if the Broncos are quite to that level yet, but, yeah. but certainly the last couple of weeks are encouraging and hopefully they can keep that going. Yeah. Well, Eric, looking ahead, you mentioned it earlier, back-to-back primetime games here, you know, first Monday night football in Buffalo next week and then Sunday night football back at home versus the Vikings. How important do you think this next stretch of games will be for the Broncos as they try and continue this momentum from before the bye? Yeah, I think my big thing is that can you find a way to get three wins in your next four games? Yeah. I think that it's critical um, just to get back to 500 and, and at some point stop fighting this uphill battle of trying to even out your record. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly if the Broncos play the way they did against the chiefs mm-hmm. at times against the Packers, you know, other times this season, you think about the, the fourth quarter against the bears early against the commanders yeah. when they play like that, they can, they can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, but we know it's a tough league and it's hard to consistently win but you see teams start to catch fire and start to get rolling. And Sean Payton's mentioned that Lions team a few times that, that really got things going there in right. the second half of last year. Maybe that can be the Broncos. Um, I think as you head to Buffalo, you've got a really good chance uh, to make a, to kind of get a statement win, right? And that some people nationally may look at the Broncos win over the Chiefs and think, okay, the Chiefs had an off day or Mahomes was right. sick or it's it a kind of a fluke. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the feeling internally here. I think mm-hmm. people believe hey, they went out and uh, the Broncos earned this win. But if you go out and you beat the Bills on the road on Monday Night Football, another team that, as Sean Payton mentioned, has been in that Super Bowl conversation for a mm-hmm. long time, I think it removes any doubt that the Broncos are a team that has kind of figured things out, is a threat to make the playoffs. Um, even if you know, with a win, you'd still be a game below 500. But I think it signifies with a three-game winning streak, two wins over top teams in the AFC, yeah. that the Broncos are, are – you know, here to be reckoned with this year. And um, what that'll take is a, a complete game. Got to gotta be able to respond in big moments. Again, winning the turnover battle, that sort of thing. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more about the game as we get closer. Yeah. But um, I think you also continue to prove to yourself as a team that, hey, we can go compete with these guys. You know, close game, um, no matter what direction it goes. I think mm-hmm. if you're able to go out there and, and, and go to toe-to-toe with these guys, that's going to be big for the overall confidence of this group that, as Sean Payton said, is still building and still working toward what they want to be. Yeah. Well, they're back at it tomorrow, back on, on the practice field. Eric, appreciate you joining the show today. You got it, Sid. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I'll see you all then.